welcome to Nicole Radio. I'm Jen, or as many of you know me, Miss Jen Lifts. So today we are going to be talking about boundaries and teaching people how to treat us. So boundaries, this has been something that I have been thinking a lot on recently for multiple reasons, just because I think boundaries are something everyone can relate to and talk about and for sure work on with anything in life, literally anything, whether it comes to your kids, your family, relationships, work, strangers, anything. And a lot of us don't know how to properly set these boundaries. And that's something I kind of wanted to talk about for a little bit. So I was, I had a conversation with one of my old roommates in college. And I remember telling me the phrase, you teach people how to treat you. And when I first heard her say this, I was like, no, you can't teach people how to act. Like, what are you talking about? It doesn't make any sense. But the more I've thought about it and the older that I have gotten, I've realized that there is so much truth to that phrase in so many ways. And I think that's something you absolutely can do in your life if you give yourself the ability and realize what power that you hold. So I'm going to just use it as an example in a relationship. So let's say you and your significant other are getting into an argument and the significant other says something that you do not feel is appropriate or you do not feel comfortable with them saying to you or the way that they are treating you. You have one of a few options. First option, you can choose to ignore it and just kind of move about your day and just act like it didn't happen. The second thing you can do is say something about it and say, hey, I don't like this. Please don't say it again. This is not something I'm comfortable with. Whatever way you want to phrase it. The third thing you can do is just walk away and never see that person again. And that's obviously a little bit more of an extreme thing. But if given the opportunity to say something, and you do say something to your significant other, and they don't respect the boundary that you're putting up, and they continue to do it again, you can teach them how to treat you by either bringing up again, hey, I don't appreciate this, this is a boundary that I have, or B, again, walking away. Or not saying anything at all, again. But either way, you're teaching them the basically the line at which they are either stepping over or if you don't say anything, they don't realize that there's a line at all. And they don't realize there's any boundaries there at all. So they are going to continue acting the same way that they are until you say something or until you leave. And a lot of times we don't really say anything until it's either too late or we just don't say anything and we complain about it. And my whole thing with this is it really doesn't accomplish anything if we don't say anything at all. Yet we go to our friends, our therapists, family members, whoever, and we complain about said things that are, you know, being said to us or the way that we are treated, but we are not necessarily setting any guidelines or boundaries for the other individual to follow and respect necessarily. And sure, you can make the argument, well, some people don't have respect for others. They kind of just do what they want. And that's totally a thing. I think that's definitely a thing. And there's people who really don't care about anyone else's boundaries but their own. And they may never learn that. But if you never give them the opportunity to learn that, 
it's really unfair to just complain about it and not say anything about it and just get upset with this person when they are not aware that there's a boundary issue at all. And I would combat someone's argument that, well, I've said it before and they still aren't respecting my boundaries and they keep doing it and they're not respecting me. There's a common theme with what you're telling me, which is they're not being respectful of you. And whether that's intentional or not, you need to bring it to their attention. And in most cases where the person can be civil and you can have an actual adult conversation with them, it can usually be resolved with, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I had no idea, I apologize, or, you know, I'm sorry that that's your boundary and I did not realize that that's your boundary. Some people don't even realize they're doing it, like, truthfully. Every time that I have either gotten into it with a coworker, family member, friend, whatever, in a relationship, a lot of times people don't even realize that they are doing what they're doing. And that's not to say that every single case where someone is disrespecting your boundaries, that is the case, but it does happen a lot more frequently than we realize. And giving them the opportunity to fix something is healthy. Just complaining about it and just saying, oh, this person keeps doing this over and over and over is not healthy. It's not accomplishing anything. It's In, in fact, you are adding to the toxic behavior that is going on, which is, you know, someone disrespecting your boundaries. And you can make the argument, well, they should know better. Okay. How, if, if your parents made that argument every single time, something wrong when you were a kid, a teenager, even as an adult, without saying anything to you, how, how do you think you would have turned out in life? Seriously, like think about that. I want, I'm just posing that question at you. And we are evolving creatures. We are not just trees. And I'm a firm believer that in any situation, Communication is top tier importance in any situation, whether it's a work situation, family, friend, relationship, whatever. If you can't communicate properly your feelings and your thoughts, you are adding to the problem. And people could argue with me, okay, but the other person's more toxic. Yeah, well, you're not helping the situation. And to just put it all simply on the other person is not fair, in my opinion, especially when you're not setting proper boundaries for yourself or the relationship, the friendship, the work relationship, whatever it may be. So I I agree with the first statement that I said, which is you teach people how to treat you. So example, this is very simple, very basic. And this is for all my gym rats out there. And this actually is very relevant to the shirt that I made. The shirt that I made says, please refrain from speaking to me until I finish my top set, which is stemmed from several conversations I've had with one of my best friends, actually, truthfully, this is several of my best friends who hate when people talk to them when they're in the middle, they're doing their top set. For all my non-gym rats, top sets are basically the set that you are doing that is like kind of the most important one. It may be a top single, so you do one really heavy single, double, triple, whatever it is, but it's the most important set that you need to get done. And a lot of people get frustrated when other people are trying to distract them or talk to them. Maybe it's intentional, maybe it's not, and they don't realize it, but they get frustrated because they're trying to focus to get that hype up, to get that focus, whatever, during their for their top set. I know better than to distract several of my friends before they finish their top set. Like, it is just an unspoken rule that we have. I just know them, and I know how they are. And so, therefore, I might say hi to them when they come into the gym, 
but I'll let them, if they want to engage in a conversation with me, I'll let them engage with me if it's before they're top set. And after, sure, I'll talk to them, but I give them that respect. That is like an unspoken rule. A lot of people don't realize that they are doing this, but like while people are warming up, hyping up, getting their focus on, they are literally distracting the other person from getting mentally ready for their top set because they want to chat with them. Hey, you know, this is what I did this week or like, hey, this is what's going on with me or like asking them how they're doing. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But the boundary there is, hey, let's be respectful of someone else's time, someone else's space and let them finish their top set before speaking to them. So again, that's a boundary that several people have set with me, whether or not they set it to me. Usually it's not set. It's kind of like I can, I'm really good at reading people. So for the most part, I kind of just know this about them. But a lot of people have to verbally say that to someone to say, hey, I would really appreciate it if we can continue this conversation at another time, maybe after I'm done my top set. So that's a very, very simple example of just setting a boundary and teaching people how to treat you. If you don't like the way someone treats you, it's very simple. You let them know, hey, I'm not okay with this behavior. If they're not okay with that boundary, then you let them go. It's very, it's virtually that simple. And a lot of people complain and they either don't say anything or they say something and people still disrespect their boundaries over and over and they complain about it. And rather than saying, you know what? I've already spoken to them once. They're not respecting my boundaries. They're continuing to push them. I need to let this person go. They instead further complain. I am guilty of this. I am not the, I'm not just saying this out of just like, oh, this is, you know, this is beyond me, but I have done this myself. And it is something I still work on because being a very empathetic person and being a very kind-hearted person, I tend to gravitate to helping people, even if it means people disrespecting my boundaries. And so speaking from this experience of, hey, people walk all over me at times, at times, learn that line because it's so important for your own mental health, your own physical health, and your just emotional well-being because people will literally walk all over it if it means helping themselves. And whether or not it's intentional, like I said, it happens. People still do it. Our friends do it. Our families, do, you know, does it. And it's it's not because they mean to do it out of like, oh, I'm just being like, I. it's all about me. But sometimes people just don't think about that kind of stuff. So another really good boundary that is something that over the years that I have had to work on myself. And I know several of you who probably follow my page and stuff like that can relate in terms of having dietary restrictions, having autoimmune conditions, chronic illness, whatever it is. So I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's at 23 years old. And for the first few years, I would accommodate to other people, even if it meant destroying my stomach, destroying my body, destroying my mental well-being, just to accommodate to them. And I would feel sick all the time. I would get migraines all the time, horrible migraines, like at least once a week that would last three to four days, maybe sometimes five or six. I would have joint pain. I couldn't finish my workouts. It was it was rough. It was rough. My body was all over the place. And finally, when I set boundaries, not only for myself, but with other people, it became a situation where it's like, you know what? I'm not being selfish, but in order to help other people, I need to take care of myself first. 
And that is almost the analogy of putting your mask on, your oxygen mask, if you're on a flight and there's an emergency, putting yours on before you help other people. Because if you can't help yourself first, you're going to end up helping other people and then passing out and possibly dying from lack of oxygen because no one else is doing it for you. So that being said, over the years, I've learned to adapt in my own way. Back in June last year, I went on a trip with friends. Two of our friends got engaged at the time and congrats, they're getting married this year. Very excited about that. So on that trip, I knew that a lot of the places that, oh, sorry. I knew that a lot of the places that we were going to be eating or around, I couldn't eat because A, I found out I'm allergic to milk, so I can't have milk. It's not even like an lactose intolerance where I'm just like, oh, I can have it, but my stomach is going to be messed up. It's like, no, my throat will literally close up. I have brain fog. There's so much to it. I'm not, you know, I'm not having dairy and I can't have most gluten. Sure, maybe I can have gluten every once in a while, but I feel really crappy when I have it. So knowing this, I brought meal prep with, with us. So we brought several, like three or four meal preps just in case. Ended up eating most of it on the trip anyways. And that was the boundary that I set for myself because I knew, I was like, a lot of the places that, you know, the other couples were wanting to eat at, I probably couldn't eat. And it's not even that I was like, oh, you know, I'm eating healthy, so I don't want to eat there. It's like, of course I'd want a pizza. Of course I want a burger. I want all these things, but I can't have them because I'll get sick. And it's not even like, I'm just being like difficult or whatever. I don't want to inconvenience them. So my decision, my boundary was I'm going to bring meal prep instead. And it was fine. It worked out. It was perfectly fine. But the old me would have been like, okay, we're going on this beach trip. I'm just going to, you know, everyone else is going to want to eat elsewhere. So I'll just eat, I'll eat there and I'll get what I can, which meant maybe me having a salad with chicken, which is no carbs, which is bad enough as it is for me maybe getting like food that I can't have that I'm eating and I'm consuming and I'm feeling sick the whole trip, which makes me useless. The old me would have done all of those things to accommodate to other people. But the current me is like, you know what, this is the boundary that I have set for myself. I'm not going to overstep that boundary for others. Not because I don't care. It's because virtually I can't take care of myself or others if I do this. So that's the boundary that I had set. Thankfully, a lot of my friends now they are very accommodating to my health issues. I, I'm very thankful for all of them. A lot of times when we're going out to eat, they're like, hey, what can you have, Jen? Is that okay for you? And I appreciate my friends for that. And that's another topic that I'll touch on as well, is the importance of finding people who respect your boundaries and keeping those people in your life because nothing is worse than having people in your life who are not in your corner and not respectful of those boundaries. And I can honestly say that I have taught pretty much the majority of my friends who I have in my circle right now how to treat me just as they have taught me how to treat them. And I find that to be very important because that's a, the type of friendship, a long-lasting friendship that will last longer than just whatever amount of time or it's not just surface level. I've had friendships like that and I've had people who care about me, of course, but they don't know how to respect their own boundaries for themselves or for others as well. So that um, that's my rant for the day, guys. I hope you guys liked it. I, I think that anyone can find that to be important, especially when it comes to relationships, friendships, and even family situations. Because a lot of times 
people think, well, ride or die for our family, ride or die for friends, relationship, whatever. And I think that there is some truth to that. And of course, you still want to be there very much so for those people, but you still need to maintain those boundaries for yourself that you have set because you are just as important as the friendships and the relationships that you hold with other people. So thank you guys for listening to Nicole Radio and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.